Hello, and welcome to Your Next Career Step, a podcast from the Alumni UBC Career Education Program. I'm Nicole Yeasting. On the first three episodes of this podcast, we'll be exploring the idea of adapting through change. Do you want to feel motivated, inspired, educated? Then find out how, in the middle of a pandemic, our alumni from around the world are rethinking what it means to be a leader. Join us in conversation as we learn from industry experts and alumni about career and professional development over the course of this mini-series. Today, I'm talking with Adele Gamar, a UBC Sauter Executive Education Instructor and CEO and co-founder of Gamar Leadership Group, an expert on adaptive leadership, organizational change, and change management. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Nicole. It's really great to be with you. Excellent. You know, in the past when we've spoken and when we've seen each other, um, we've talked a lot about adaptive leadership. And I think now more than ever with this current situation that we and a lot of our alumni are faced with right now, we need to adapt to these ever-changing times. And with your current experience and uh with your current experience in owning a consulting company, you have you have consulted and you have worked with a number of executives from Fortune 500 companies and various governments from around the world. What leadership qualities are proving to be really important right now, and especially in a time of crisis and change? Yeah. Well, first of all, a huge shout out to the UBC alumni uh, community. It is really an honor to be with you uh, and 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 share some ideas and perspective around adaptive leadership and navigating this constant change that we're finding ourselves in. Um, and I am so delighted to to be with you, but also to share some ideas and some concepts that I've been sort of grappling with because clearly I, I along with everybody else, we don't really have clear answers to this challenge and how do we persevere and become mm-hmm. resilient. Excellent. Um, but at the onset, it's really important that when we talk about leadership, that we distinguish between management and leadership. There's an assumption that leadership as a position is really good management done right. Classical management theory is typically designed to streamline operations, increase productivity, and enhance the bottom line. And it assumes that people in positions of authority, power, and trust have a monopoly on leadership, which really, frankly, isn't necessarily true. Adaptive leadership is a framework that focuses on leadership not as a position, but rather as an exercise. It's something that can be done by anyone within an organization, whether they be a manager, a director, a junior staff member. And so seen in this light that leadership is an exercise, it is mobilizing other people within an organization to make some progress on a complex adaptive challenge. And as you noted, and as we see all around us, there is no shortage of complex adaptive challenges to go around. Um, and so some of the skills that we are critical, and I'm hoping that can come up in the conversation is, okay, so how do we help to make progress? What are the leadership qualities that are needed in, in constant change like we are experiencing now with COVID-19? Mm-hmm. So I guess going back to the skills, are there particular skills that you are seeing to be really important right now? 
I believe that the leadership qualities and skills that are important right now are the skills of collaboration. I mean, the word itself is wonderful in that that co meaning together and labor to 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 labor together. So collaboration is a critical skill that is needed. Um, building of trust is a constant skill that needs to be done throughout the year, regardless of what challenges uh, organizations are experiencing, but particularly now. And finally, um, instilling hope to stay the course and to work together in figuring out how do we navigate through this and how do we come out of it uh, resilient. Our main sort of focus for today's podcast is rethinking what it means to be a leader. And earlier you threw out the concept of management versus leadership. So how can our alumni distinguish between the two, but also be mindful of this adaptive leadership framework that you've mentioned? Yeah. Um, I don't want to suggest that management does not have a role to play in exercising really uh, leadership. I think management has a critical role in providing um, vital services of protection, direction, order, stability, um, to know what the key messages are, to know what is the uh, the reality that we're experiencing. And so for management to provide technical support, to be clear on that and to provide the critical services is important. Um, when we're navigating COVID-19 and any really complex ad uh, adaptive challenges, we need to look at the challenge of the different lens. That challenge being adaptive in that it's elusive, it's difficult to identify, it's difficult to spot where the problem really is. There are no ready-made answers that exist. I mean, this is a real case right now. I mean, what what to expect next week is still not really clear, let alone how does a company or an organization um, open up for business when things do settle down. And so for individuals in an organization and to your listeners, um, it is really important to take a step back and from whatever position you find yourself in in an organization is to bring some people together, like-minded people who are looking at this challenge as an adaptive, complex challenge and asking themselves, how can we exercise leadership? How can we collaborate? How do we build trust? How do we instill hope so that we can um, provide some sense of clarity, clarity that management might not be able to do because frankly speaking, they're dealing with so much uncertainty at the time. And so how do we build um, 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 capacity in individuals within an organization to collaborate, to begin to have critical qu uh, questions and to build trust together so that they can um, see how they can exercise leadership from the role that they see themselves in in the organization. Excellent. So it's a it's really going back to the collaborating with people, bringing people together and to be able to ask these critical questions to be able to adapt to this ever changing environment that we're in. Are there critical questions that people can ask one another um, to support sort of their company or their organization or even their team? I think there are. I mean, as long as the questions are open ended, because to, to not have them open ended is to suggest that you already know what the answers are or that it's one or the other. And so I want to offer your listeners that resilience, which is something that is used synonymous with change management and how do you bounce back? And it's top on, on the minds of executives um, and governments and, and nonprofits right now is how do we become resilient? And what I'd like to offer is a, a perspective on resiliency, that resiliency is not an outcome. It's not a goal 
that you could say, we will definitely know how to get there. Um, and these are the steps that we need to take. So resilience should not be seen uh, as an outcome, but rather as a process. And the process requires new learning and again, collaboration and building that trust. And so some key questions to ask when you bring your team together and individuals, regardless of their authority role in the, in the organization to exercise leadership, it will be important to ask three questions. And the first one is, is what do we need to preserve? What are the critical services products that we need to continue to remain a viable business or an organization, or in some cases, um, uh, governments and nonprofits? Um, the second question is, what can we discard? What don't we need anymore? And the third one would be, um, where can we innovate? Given this tumult and uncertainty, is there an opportunity for us to think differently and approach our business model or the services that we provide in a different way to be innovative? I mean, one thing to say, Nicole, is I had to learn um, how to deliver a podcast in the confinement of my laundry room. <laughs> <And it's laughs> Absolutely. A, We're learning together. <laughs> it's a makeshift studio and I hope it's working out well, but it's it's new learning. I've never done this before, but hey, we need to reach out to people and have have a conversation around how to be resilient and there's new learning and uh, uh, albeit very interesting um, circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I love it. Those three questions, those three critical questions are, are excellent examples. From your experience of working with other companies or from case studies that you've read, do you do you have any examples that you can share that um, have used this adaptive framework within the organization? Sure. Um, I think that there are a lot of organizations that are already applying this framework and, and asking critical questions, and they're doing it so wonderfully. Uh, we don't have to look farther than local um um, athletic wear company, Lululemon, who, full disclaimer, I'm a big fan of their products. Um, in response to COVID-19, the company immediately prioritized their employees, not their business and, and their bottom line per se. Um, and here's what they did. Their senior leadership team committed to a 20% pay cut over the course of three months, while their board members committed to forgo their cash retainer. The cost savings from that, they decided to establish a fund that they called We Stand Together Fund. Now, this fund is to aid employees facing hardships due to COVID-19. And if you just look at the title itself, it's wonderfully adaptive. It is a symbol of unity and commitment to the people in the organization. We Stand Together Fund. So it's a great example of an organization that's looking at how do we deliver our products while acknowledging that we need to protect and give direction and take care of our employees. How do we exercise leadership by addressing COVID-19 while at the same time collaborating in a new way that will really emerge as, as an example for many other organizations? Mm -hmm. Excellent. What a, what a fantastic example. Um, and in that example, you you were talking about people in, in very formal leadership position, whether they're on the board or the senior leadership team at Lululemon. Do you have any examples for people who might be in the middle management position or someone in an informal leadership position and how they might be able to use the adaptive leadership framework in their everyday work? The wonderful thing about 
seeing leadership as an exercise as opposed to a position is, is that it, it liberates a lot of us to be able to um, see that there is something gone awry. There's something societally or within the organization that is not um, meeting the aspirations of the organization or as a society. And then be able to pull other individuals and collaborate and, and ask questions and how do we make some progress? And the measure of success here is making progress as opposed to eliminating this complex challenge. We need to be making progress and that being the measure of success. Thanks, Adele, and we'll be right back. This episode of Your Next Career Step is supported by the BMO Alumni UBC MasterCard. Reward yourself and support valuable programs and services for the global alumni community every time you use your BMO Alumni UBC MasterCard. Find out more at alumni.ubc.ca slash BMO. What do you think is one thing that a lot of leaders are struggling with right now, whether they fall under, uh, you know, a formal leadership position or an informal leadership position? It's a hard question to answer with a soundbite, Nicole. Um, yeah. We're, we're dealing <laughs> def- with... That could be a full, full, uh, yeah. full episode right there. <laughs> yeah. No, the reason being is that I think we, all of us are dealing with so much. We're dealing with roles that are expected of us to provide a lot of services as an executive, as a director and manager in our professional role, while at the same time doing it from the incubation of our home as we quarantine ourselves, but playing various other roles, partner, parent, uh, co-parent, uh, father, son. In a, in a small condo or apartment or house. And so these various roles that we're all playing right now is definitely going to be, if not already, taken a toll. And so I believe that the most important thing that individuals who want to exercise leadership and those that are in formal authority roles um, uh, one way to navigate through this is to seek sources of inspiration. Inspiration is this word that is so magical. When we hear it, we it's almost like you, you sense a, a breath of fresh air. Um, inspiration has a root word, which means to breathe life into somebody or something. And I think more than ever, we need to get together to collaborate and to find sources of inspiration for ourselves and for the people that we're trying to exercise leadership with. Where are these sources is going to be the adaptive challenge where we collaborate and realize we all have different sources, but how do we stay the course while at the same time remaining hopeful and supporting one another? Because with adaptive challenges like COVID-19, we can't do it alone. And if there's an executive who's listening to this, and I hope that this will be that valve of release of pressure in that find support in your organization, Individuals who don't necessarily have a direct report to you, but you know that they have some um, uh, intel and, 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 and intelligence to be able to share in how do you make sense of this. You don't have to do this alone. Finding the safe space for you to ask questions and ask for support will make you a better manager, will make you better in your ability to exercise leadership. And not to be afraid to ask for support and questions is a part of your nobility in the role that you you play as a manager or director. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So what inspires you? Oh, my God. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm a father of five wonderful girls. Wow. And my inspiration is the women that are around me. I have a strong and a wonderful and supportive and insightful uh, wife. And it's my family where I, I, I seek inspiration and it what, what keeps me going. But at the same time, I have routines. I, I do workouts. I used to go to the gym, but now like most of you, I'm in the balcony doing my workouts to remain as healthy as possible. <laughs> and so I would say my family and my workout routines is where I can, I can find my inspiration and, and make some sense of the realities that we are finding ourselves in. Excellent. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing. So you've gone over a couple examples um, of people who have used the adaptive leadership framework. Um, And for people who are adapting to this current ambiguous situation that we're all faced with, how can people use this framework um, to support them in their everyday work? Mm -hmm. I think we touched up on it a little bit earlier in the sense that um, if it is a technical challenge, something that you have technical expertise in, do your job provide the services that the company or organization, uh, your government is, 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 is looking to you for that support. If it's an adaptive challenge, complex, systemic, usually outside of our repertoire, like COVID-19 um, has forced us to consider new ways of learning, um, you can't do this alone. And so find confidants, Um, and find allies in your organization who you can pull in and have a a Zoom or whatever method of communication, not to promote Zoom in any way, but just to say that any platform that you could use to begin to have conversations around what what do we need to preserve? Um, Again, those questions around what do we need to preserve? What do we need to let go of? And how can we innovate and learn anew um, and become... Uh, uh, resilient in, in, the, in, in the days ahead. As we continue to face this pandemic together, um, is there a leader that um, is doing a particularly good job of, of uh, putting the adaptive leadership framework into practice? I know there are. There are many. And the premise of exercising leadership is that it's not done from an authority role or a manager. I know there are a lot of people out there exercising leadership, but we won't know their names. And that's the beautiful thing about using this framework is, is that it's not about you. It's about making progress on the challenge. And so for, for people who are the quiet ones who know that they have supported their organizations in magical ways and won't have a street named after them or a bus directed after them or airports named or their faces on our currency, but so many of people that are working really hard in the background, and we won't know them, but are exercising leadership. But I would be remiss if I didn't share with you an example that I think of a person in an authority role who's providing critical services while at the same time uh, exercising leadership by giving us the work and helping us navigate and make progress. Um, and, that's, and who might that be? Yeah, that's Dr. Bonnie Henry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, she, on a daily basis, um, addresses us and tells us that everything is going to be okay. We are making some progress, but stay the course. And that stay the course is for us to be able to walk away and know, I need to do my part. Um, And her message of be calm, be kind, and be safe is uh, assuring in that remain hopeful, 
uh, remain uh, inspired that we will carry on and we will clear this. But at the same time, do your part by being kind to each other, by being patient with one another and washing your hands and, and doing every bit that you can. And so uh, she's a great example of a person who is in a management or executive or authority role while at the same time exercising leadership by helping us along the way make some progress. So in a time where we're in a time of rapid change, in a time where we all need to be resilient, um, is there one last message that you would like to share with with us as we adapt to our, our current environment? To remain hopeful. Um, once we lose hope, we become extra disoriented. And so um, hope is one way for us to know that we will clear this and, and we will. There have been uh, epidemics and pandemics of the past. There have been times where uh, individuals uh, looking at a challenge might feel that we are not going to clear it. And I think for us to get to a place where we can call resilience, uh, we need to make sure we hold on to, to hope. And we need to support each other. And so collaborating with one another and ensuring that we're taking care of each other, that we're checking in on each other. Um, not to be afraid to share our vulnerabilities. Um, a lot of CEOs, when they confide in me and we share in, in their challenges and we look at ways to uh, exercise leadership, they break down. And I welcome it. This is a very human um, a reaction to disorientation. Um, and so to find people that you can confide in and, and find support and you could be of support to them is going to be critical. Separating self from role is yet another exercise that we could do. We fulfill so many roles in our lives, and I've listed them in terms of being a father, a husband, um, and also a CEO, a coach, a mentor. Um, a neighbor. Uh, but we also need to acknowledge that we have our self and that's the sacred self that requires taking care of. Um, and we need to find sanctuaries where we can take care of that self. Your sanctuary might be a yoga mat. My sanctuary might be my balcony with a cup of tea. Uh, but finding these places where we could anchor ourselves uh, with the support of the people around us so that we can stay the course and then be able to make sense of um, this ever-changing reality. Adele, thank you so much for sharing that example and, and the numerous examples before that as well. It's been absolutely wonderful speaking with you. And I, and I think you've shared it nicely, but in the words of Dr. Bonnie Henry, be calm be kind, be safe. Thank you again so much for sharing your expertise with us. Listen, thank you so much for having me. And to your listeners, I wish you all my very best and, uh, and remain hopeful and, and be well. And, uh, and we're going to clear through this with hope and inspiration. And, and I wish you all my very best. And thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much, Adele. Your Next Career Step is a production of Alumni UBC's Career Education Program. Thank you to our host, Nicole Yeasting, and to our guest, Adele Gamar. Thank you to everyone involved with creating this podcast, including this week's partner, UBC Sauter Executive Education, and our affinity sponsors, TD Insurance Maloche Minox, BMO, Alumni UBC MasterCard, and Manulife Financial. A big thank you especially to Jenna McCann, Brian Short, Mike Amak, Pam Yan, and Daniel Flan. And of course, to you, our audience. Thanks for listening.
Our next episode, Effective Ways to Lead Virtual Teams, featuring Magdalena Blasiak, will be released in two weeks. See you then.